started as any other day. Welcome back, Mob, to another episode of Macabre Reality Bites. So happy to have you here with us, and we are happy to be back for another episode because you know why? Why is that? Uh, if you're here and you're hearing us, then you survived another week, and also we did as well. That's right. So congratulations. Let's not uh, introduce every episode like that because I feel like that's just tempting fate. No, uh, yeah, that is a little bit scary. You are right. We want, you know, like, hey, these guys, every episode, they'd be like, hey, we're here for another week <laughs> until that week that they weren't. It creates engagement. I made it. Yeah. You guys still there? <laughs> we missed a week. So as usual, as you already heard him, I have my trusty side piece, Matt, the council with me. Council's here, here, in council. session. That's right. Oh, say it again. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're stepping over me. I, was. I mean, come on. Council's in session. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. How are you, bud? I'm doing pretty well. I, I, in my nice warm house. Yes, you got you got heat this week. Yes, it's awesome. and I'll have it next week too, and hopefully the week after. That's that great. Is, that is you excellent. forgot about that. Thank you. It feels really nice. Yes, it does. it does. It's it's awesome. Like I can like if I got to get out of bed. So when I when I go to bed, I strip down to my underwear, and if I got to get out of bed, I know I'm not gonna be freezing cold. Yeah. If you got to get out of bed, you got to get out of bed every day, sir. Which happens? Yeah, I ha- literally every single day I got to get out of bed. <laughs> yeah. And so now it's not a miserable experience. That? Can you believe that? You got to get yeah, out of bed yeah. every day. You know what else every you got to do pretty much every day? What's that? Go number two. And oh. when your house is freezing cold, I think I've already talked about this, but it's, it's, it, it, it made uh, figuratively an impression um, <laughs> because it was so cold every single time. Oh my God. Uh, and you couldn't avoid, you have to pull your pants down and sit on that cold seat. Go yeah. on. And so I'm just glad that uh, it's not like that anymore. Yeah. Elaborate. Now, now it's it's back to being an enjoyable part of the day. All right. I'm All right, guys. Congratulations. You got to be thankful for those kinds of things. All right. And I'm Josh. <laughs> Always blazed and blessed. Uh, Dr. Love Beats is off today. He had to fly to the moon in a hot air balloon, y'all. Mm. Not here today. We wish him safe travels to the moon to and the back. Moon. I hope that hot air keeps going, baby. But we do have a, a special guest in the, in studio, and yes, he is back, and yes, he still is gray, even though he has a sunny disposition. Gray Thompson, welcome back, sir. The dragon. We call, gray, we call gray him the dragon. dragon. Gray dragon. Gray Thompson, artist, painter, lover, <laughs> all that. You Ooh. remember from the last time? Gray dragon. Yeah, let's gray just dragon. stick with that. I like that. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Are you sure? We're happy to have you I'm here. Certain man. of it. I guarantee it. I know. Thank you for coming back already. Yes, sir. It's gonna be a good one, I think. And roll tide. Roll tide. Roll tide. So made uh, it to number one huh? for the playoffs. Somebody's got to do it. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> Looked very good in the SEC championship game. Did they? Did not see they, that. They did. Didn't. They looked quite no. good. No. Who they play? Georgia. It was pretty much the the reason why Bryce Young won the Heisman yesterday was his performance against Georgia. It was a slaughter. Okay. Yeah, it would do well on a your slaughter. show to talk about that. Episode. There you go. Yeah. Now we're talking about something. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that that's a good point. It was Bulldogs. some tragic shit there. <laughs> Their hopes were euthanized. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. So everybody knows already that we cover unusual deaths. And if you if we did not, then uh, you couldn't avoid him out there. So to that, we say you're welcome. Mm-hmm. 
And today we have some very, very unusual deaths. Also some mysteries that I added in. So uh, mm. that might have only happened one time, but still yeah. a cautionary tale. And I think any kind of mysterious behavior should qualify as something that we can comment upon. Like, yes. Like uh, like maybe breastfeeding a cat on an airplane. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. We saw that story and it's just... Have you seen this? Have you heard this? What? No. Do you want to go first? <laughs> you sound like, not really in my wheelhouse, to be fair. Have you, have you heard this? Have you seen this? You, you sound like Jimmy, Jimmy from South Park. Have you seen this? Have you heard this? Oh, <laughs> uh, man. You want to talk about it real quick? Uh, yeah. I mean, if yeah, just as a real sidebar. Uh, so it is just, bizarre. So, I mean, if it's it in. is some crazy stuff. So this woman was on a flight from like, I don't know, somewhere to Atlanta, short domestic flight. Um, and a woman, this she was a pastor on a whatever airline, and she appeared to have like a baby swaddled and was breastfeeding it. And upon closer inspection, it was her cat, who was not happy about the situation <laughs> and was not latching, which yeah, uh, was probably a, uh, to her blessing. But anyways, they told her to stop, and she refused. She would not stop. And it was a hairless cat at that. Yeah, it was a, oh. that's right. I, I was gonna, I was thinking hairless, but I wasn't sure if I was remember that correctly. But yeah, yeah you remember hairless, correctly. <laughs> cat. That adds another level of cringe to it. Those yeah. things are nasty looking. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. And so, so wait, did they land the plane? Because well, of it? Or not they because didn't of, they just landed it like they were normally, but they had to request <laughs> that people be ready on the ground to come remove her. I guess because they, they, uh, the pilots actually sent. Uh, little report or whatever or little message to the air traffic control saying that one of the passengers was would was would not stop breastfeeding her cat and i wonder i didn't know this was on official channels and shit this will go down in like records i didn't realize you're allowed to take cats actually onto the plane i don't think she was supposed to i think that's part of the i think i heard somebody theorize i think they might be right that she was only pretending she was trying to make the cat seem like a baby and to pretend to breastfeed it so that she could not put the cat in a carrier. Okay. And was not actually trying to breastfeed it, but just wanted to have the cat with her. Uh. But <laughs> I. But it sounded like from the uh, the the flight attendants or what they had said that she actually Jesus. had her breast out, like she was trying to breastfeed this thing. I can't imagine nipples in a in a cat's claws. Yeah, man. and so the cat was not happy about it. <laughs> that's it wild. The cat was like yowling or whatever, and, <laughs> and so like that's probably how she got caught. Is because like you're uh. Uh, ma'am, your baby is making some very strange sounds right now. Sound your baby like sounds like cooing. a cat. But here's the thing: wow. it's but if it's a regular cat, I get it. But like if you peek in the, they had to look right. And if yeah. you peek in the blanket, but you see a hairless cat, like the back of it too, you might mistake it for like a really ugly baby, like a something. demon baby, oh, yeah, 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 like yeah. Rosemary's baby. Yes, ma'am. I see. It's a real. That thing is clearly yeah. Don't look at your baby. Yeah, your baby's ugly as shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm scared of it. So I don't want to look it, at it anymore. If I if I see a woman breastfeeding, I'm inclined to avert my eyes, anyways, yeah. just yeah. to be polite. Right. Um. So I'm not inclined to look. So yeah, I bet that cat was like squirming yeah. around and freaking out. And they're like, D- okay. So tell me, tell me, what do you think about this? Do you think the people who were on the plane with her were first of all were like, what the fuck is this bitch doing bringing <laughs> a newborn baby on this airplane? Or were they more excited or like less excited I, when they found out it was a cat instead? I don't um You'd laugh, don't you? Oh, I would you have laugh. To, Come on. You have to be like, the what whole, the fuck is happening? I think this plane right now. Yeah, I, I guarantee most of the people, people were, were just like, what the fuck is going on? Because they're not close enough to yeah. see this situation, but they know there's something going on. Yeah, I think it's more that too, yeah. But they're they're probably relieved. They're probably like, oh it's not a baby. Thank God. Uh. <laughs> It's not an infant. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, doesn't explain the smell. 
<laughs> Cats poop indoors, yeah. you know. She started squirting milk, milk everywhere. <laughs> Anyways, the cats yeah, didn't drink yeah. milk. Because um, my cat drinks water. Yeah, and I'm no, pretty so sure they're lactose intolerant. After their kittens, they're lactose intolerant. That's what I figured. I thought, but I thought they still love milk. They want it, but they're not supposed to have it. They can obviously drink their mother's milk. I mean, that's obvious. Right. But yeah, I've never given a cat milk. No, you're not supposed to. Okay. Well, I'll never do that then. Well, that was perfect for this episode because, like I said, there are some mysteries and some weird things happening today. So I call this episode, What the? <laughs> Let's start with a bit of a mystery. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Our first bite is titled, What a Toxic Individual. This happened February 19th, 1994. And I've heard this one before, so you might have as well. We'll see. The headline is, The Toxic Lady, Gloria Ramirez. On February 19th, 1994, Ramirez's family rushed to the hospital. So they expected her because she had cervical cancer. The doctors were focused on keeping her alive, so they didn't really notice what was going on around them. And when I say that, uh, it's because there were 37 staff members on that floor in the hospital. 23 of them were starting to experience weird symptoms, like passing out, vomiting. Right. Um, the doctors removed her shirt to do a defibrillation on her heart. And they noticed that she had oily sheen skin. So there's oil all over her skin and strange, fruity, garlicky smell coming from her mouth. So they didn't think anything of it. Like I said, they were trying to get her heart to come back on. Um, the nurses started complaining about burning sensations and started to faint. Have you heard this story, Gray? No. Uh-uh. It sounds like a movie. Yeah. No, it's not. Did, it's she, did she ingest something she we're, we're wasn't fine, supposed we're, to? We'll find out, Bubba. 23 out of 37 uh, staff members started experiencing at least one of the symptoms. The hospital was ordered to evacuate, but the doctors remained to try to save Ramirez, as they should. Um, she actually died though that night at 8.50 p.m. of cervical cancer, and her body was placed in isolation so they could find out what was going on. The California Department of Health came out. Their initial statement was that it was hysteria, that one person had some symptoms of some sort, and the rest of the staff members just went along with it, right? Right. Like the laughing plague and or the dancing plague, the dancing plague as well, and all that stuff. And for people who don't know, so this is I I've, I know specifically the dancing plague. I, I guess the laughing plague is just the laughing version of it. Where and this happened like medieval times. There's like a town, or this happened I think more than once, mm -hmm. where people started dancing to the point of collapsing, sometimes to the point of dying, and like more and more people would start doing it, and they would have these like really contorted and scared yeah. looks on their faces like they couldn't stop dancing and again yes. someone would dance to the point of dying and what people now think that it is is it's, it's just a mental yeah it's, it's like a, a, some kind of group it's mental psychosomatic yeah uh symptoms thing, and it's yeah just, and yeah where it's they're all thing. like yeah it's this weird mm -hmm. mental thing that goes on where all these people kind of think that they they can't stop dancing and it's it's crazy so then there's d different manifestations of it so they did a second autopsy because none of the, the people who so all these women were the fainting symptoms. and there's nothing apparently right. and they wrong. were like there's no, no apparent gases or anything like that we're not going to take this shit so do a second autopsy they do a second autopsy they find out that she was taking this anti-nausea medication and she was taking larger amounts than normal and it was dimethyl sulfone sulfone dimethyl <laughs> Jesus Christ I I was, I'm not a scientist guys Dimethyl sulfone. That's a band from Spartanburg. It's pretty good. <laughs> that, is a, that is a funk band. I've, I've been to their show. Yep, but it they is, jam. It is uh, lit. The coroner discovered that Ramirez had used a DMSO or dimethyl 
so foxide cream for her cancer pain. The cream was used as a pain treatment back in the 60s and 70s, but it fell out of favor due to negative side effects. Like knocking all the nurses out of the hospital. Right. As it turns out, when DMSO is exposed to oxygen, like from a hospital oxygen mask, it converts it converts to dimethyl sulfate. <laughs> you, put a, you put a second in it. You converts. 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 <laughs> this this unedited is going to be not, wild. There's not enough ends in converts. So if you're listening to this on Patreon right now, I'm unedited, throwing. I'm so fucking sorry. I dropped this comp- whole computer when uh, I was leaving my house today, and I, it shook me the fuck up. Okay, here we go. This can have an extremely negative effects like convulsions, delirium, passing out, apnea, so everything they were experiencing. Wait, so they weren't. They weren't. Crazy. It was not a mental thing. They really were. Correct. They were not crazy. Hmm. Huh. So the DMSO theory would explain everything. And so the hospital staff was fine with that. They're like, okay, that's what happened. But Ramirez's family was like, absolutely not. That's not what happened. <laughs> they don't want her name to be dragged, I guess. But it's not really dragging it. She took the cream. Oh, uh, just because it, came it, out she, through it makes her and, sort of responsible. Yeah, I mean, because, yeah. That has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. So well, she unfortunately died of cancer, but. Had a bizarre she, thing. So is that was it, was it the cancer? Is why she was going? Why she had to go to the hospital that day? Yeah. So okay. they were they were expecting her that day. Uh, she ended up dying. And that so day. specifically because so really they crazy. put that oxygen mask on her that caused yes, the reaction. Exactly oh, right. Oh, and she was taking way more than she should have, like to begin with. And it was, was discontinued. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. A skin cream to treat cancer pain. Yeah. Yeah. It goes yeah, into your pores. I guess like, that sounds like bullshit. And, you know, it was in the 60s and 70s, and they even discontinued it then, so they knew yeah, it was if, bullshit then. Yeah, if they're, so, anything they discontinued, like, in the 60s, it must have been really bad. Mm. Yeah. So, I guess the lesson learned is it's not really a mystery, you know. They figured it out. And if 23 of 37 hospital employees who, like, experienced the worst of the worst shit say that there's something going on, there's probably something going on, I would imagine. So. Unless they're all just dancing like crazy. Or <laughs> laughing. Can't stop. Yeah. Like they're at a dimethyltrexylene show in Spartanburg. <laughs> the Battle of the Bands. Dimethyl Dimethylsulfone. Yeah, man. They were the second place, though. <laughs> I feel show. like... Yeah, that'd be like a funk band that you'd take some like really hard drugs before you went to go see. <laughs> and I swear, man, some people, if they hadn't stopped playing, they were going to dance until they were dead. Yeah. <laughs> we used to call those print shows. What's up, guys? We're Dimethyl Sophone. Let's go. We kick it. They're <laughs> like a funk screamo. Like psychedelic funk screamo. We're Dimethyl Sophone. <laughs> We're just so happy to be here in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Next to... week, we play Anderson, South Carolina. That's the cover of that Britney Spears song, Toxic. Huh. <laughs> All right, cool. Our next bite is titled. You tripping? You ha- tripping? This happened in the fall of 1567. Oh, 1567. That year was the great year. I believe Alabama won year. a national title that year too. <laughs> roll tide. Roll tide. Headline is killed by own facial hair, and this one hit hard because you know my beard's getting there. It's getting there. Killed by own facial hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, here we fucking go. <laughs> Hans Steininger. Let me see it. Hans Steininger. Okay. Hans Steininger. Hans Steininger. Thank you. Was a popular mayor of the small town of Braunau um, in Austria, the birthplace of Hitler. Yeah. So he's the second most famous person from Braunau um, in? Uh, back in 1567. However, he was remembered for something completely different. <laughs> 
his impressive facial hair. His beard stretched four and a half feet motherfucking long. Mm. It hung from his chin down to his toes in a single trindle that had a fork tip. And that did sounds. You say, awesome. Did you say a trindle? Yeah, a single a single trindle. What is that like a, a braid? Uh, it's a, yes, sir. Okay, you got it. And it had a a forked tip, like a like a like a a, like a biker or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a fork, like a fork, like a fork. Most of the time, <laughs> I need you to say his name because I'm sorry. Uh, Hans Steiniger. Yes, kept his beard tucked in his pocket. So that it did not get in the way. Hmm. Usually it worked until one autumn night when a fire happened in town. Steininger quickly jumped into action amidst the chaos. During the commotion, his beard became untucked from his pocket. Steininger, though, oh, no. was in crisis mode. Steininger, no. <laughs> he didn't have time to tuck it back in, guys. That's too bad. I know. This proved to be a dire mistake. When Steininger was standing at the top of a flight of stairs, he tripped on his own beard and snapped his own neck Yo, as he tumbled down. You know what? You got me. I was thinking his beard was going to light on fire. Oh. And he was going out like that. Oh, God. But then, but yeah, okay. Tripped on his own beard. What a way beard. to go. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean, mine's, mine's only about <laughs> mid-throat, so I got, I got a little bit of time. But, you got a few years. Yeah. Don't step on it. Hitler's old birthplace, or Hitler's birthplace, because it wasn't, I guess it's before. It, uh, uh, Hitler's uh, pre-birthplace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their town was heartbroken over the beloved mayor's deaths, so they erected a statue to honor him. They did a good job of the statue making. Yeah. They also have his four and a half foot beard on display in the museum still to this day. What? People have been looking at his fucking hair for 450 years. I'm not even kidding you. For 450, I, I had to read that sentence a couple times. I was like, "There's no fucking way." That's fucking legendary. Wow. That's legendary beard. Um, here. A lot of people, yeah. You'd almost take a death like that if people are going to look at your beard for the next 450 years. It's four and a half centuries. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, was, it is impressive. It's cool. It's cool ass beard. Yeah. I'm just job. thinking about different styles. Maybe he could have chosen. Yeah, uh, to not die because of his beard, but you know what? Well, if he hadn't died because of his beard, people wouldn't still be looking at it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. right. Yeah, legacy. Mm-hmm. And that's my lesson learned. Actually, if you're knowing one thing, you might as well let that thing kill you, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if you're gonna do it, do it with your thing you got. <laughs> well, I mean, just think about it. So he probably how long was he growing that beard for it to be that long? Probably since he was a relatively young man. Well, I do have a quote actually. Um, there's a one record of an interview about his beard and um, he quotes he says I never wanted a beard the first thing uh, okay sorry so this he is says, like the entertainment tonight of 1587 <laughs> yeah. was like 1567 okay so 20 oh, years earlier right. oh, I'm sorry that's I'm way out of date on that my bad <laughs> this is his quote it says I never wanted a beard at first I was too busy to shave it but you know it's really growing on me oh that's good. That's good stuff. And we are moving on, baby. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. I got a... Um, 400-year-old beard, though. And I know guys who have beards that are probably dirtier than that, too. Like yeah. nastier. Oh, yeah. 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 Probably sure. most beards are. That one's probably all sealed up and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But these beards out, out in the real world? Do you think yeah. if you open the case, it would just turn into dust? <laughs> I probably. Don't, I don't a dust know. beard? 
That'd be kind of cool. You know, the hygiene wasn't great 400 years ago anyway, no, but no. beards that were four feet long. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. No, smell the death. Everything was in it. Yes. Yeah. There's no, nobody wanted to oh, touch it. They didn't have road, yeah. paved roads. I bet it was rank for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They didn't have paved roads. They didn't have shit. There's so. probably birds living in it. Yeah, dude, he was dragging it. It was in his pocket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that is pocket. I bet pockets back in 1567 were nasty. <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. Pockets were disgusting back then. I do know that as a fact. It's a few hundred years before deodorant was invented as well. Yeah. Wait, there's You'd another... reach in your pocket and there'd be like a rat in it or something <laughs> back in those days. There's another quote here from him. It says, pockets rat. were fucking disgusting back in my day. <laughs> back in my day. So this is him talking <laughs> right. today. today. Okay. He came back to do one interview. <laughs> he came back for that interview with entertainment tonight. Nature's pocket. Uh, nature's pocket is a vagina. It's, uh, <laughs> no, it's well, a kangaroo pouch. Oh. Duh. <laughs> Vaginas are upside down, so they wouldn't make very good pockets. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Our next bite is titled... <laughs> Shocking. Oh, yeah. This happened July 2018. The headliner is... The headliner. Go the on. headline is... Serial killer electrocutes self. Egidus? No. Egid. Oh, Matt, I need some help. E G. Is this another German one? Yeah, dude. Okay. E G I D I U S. E G I D I U. I've never heard that word, that name before. Egidius. Egidius. Schiffer. Okay. Okay. Thank you. We'll go with that. Egidius Schiffer was a German serial killer, nicknamed the Aachen Strangler. Schiffer murdered five female hitchhikers between 1983 and 1990. He abducted, tied up, and raped his victims. Then he strangled them to death. So he's a piece of shit of the highest degree. He was arrested for his crimes in 2007 and sentenced to life in prison in 2008. Schiffer originally confessed to his crimes and claimed to be a sadomasochist and someone who receives sexual gratification from inflection or pain, just in case you don't know that out there, um, or from himself. So that's the case here. He had been kept in solitary confinement for eight years in Bakum, Germany prison. This is where the guards found his lifeless body. This is a quote from um, the spokesperson for the prison. He removed a cable from his bedside table lamp, then wound it around his nipples and then his penis and stuck it into the power socket. When the guards came across his body, it was still hooked up to live electricity. Ugh. So they had to unplug him. <laughs> they had to unplug this dude. They had to unplug this man who wrapped this cord around his nipples, and his which, dick. by the way, is impressive. How do you wrap a cord around your nipples? We've all been there, right? I never <laughs> stopped thinking about that what? since I've read this yeah, story. That that would you'd have to have some pretty gnarly nipples to yeah. have enough meat to wrap. He must have had meaty nipples. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I hate that. I hate that I said that. But meaty nipples, he probably had them. Make that the hashtag for this week. Hashtag, Me- hashtag meaty nipples. Okay. And, and then he stuck it into a light socket after he put it around his penis. Now, was he trying to kill himself or was he trying to get some kind of weird he was sexual get, gratification? Well, his sexual gratification came from killing and torturing people. Well, you, you said or he might like to hurt himself as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. so, so it has that, to be some sort of pain he, involved. The, yeah, was, he, was he trying to pleasure himself? Yes. Okay. He was trying to get it. He's trying to get he wound, up, he wound up sending himself to the electric chair. That's right. That's right. That's why kids need dads, man. Daddy issues right Stay there. That's, that's true. <laughs> Monsters, if you don't have a dad out there, go be a dad to somebody else. Okay? They Stay need dads. Stay away from power we need, cords. We need dads. They should let you guys babysit. Just turn on the podcast. Yeah. 
Hey, keep the babes company. Babies, listen. Gather around. <laughs> do not stick your penis in with a. Do not wrap a wire around your penis and stick it into a white socket. Now you tell me. Don't do that. Oh, he died of heart failure, by the way. <laughs> okay, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. makes sense. So it wasn't on purpose. Um, Stop dragging my heart around. Yeah. Well, I wonder if he Close enjoyed enough. it. Stop dragging my heart around. Hey, is that? Are we doing Tom Petty again? Somebody's got to do it. Wait, is that Tom? Is that Tom Petty? Yeah, it's Tom Petty. Oh, yeah, cool. it was about dragging his heart around by a, a wire connected to his nipples. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just wondering if he put the shade on his head. Do you think that's do that? <laughs> I got a bright idea. Or, yeah. if, or if he had the light bulb in his mouth. In his mouth, yeah. It, it probably would have came on. He was he was live with electricity when the guards came in. Oh. So if, if I they, was one of the guards, I would put like, unplug him first, uh, put a light bulb in his mouth, and plug yeah. him back in just to see. Yeah. You know what he should have done, honestly, is just put the shade on his head and pretended to be the lamp when they came to check his room and then, and then snuck out the door. not here. Yeah. <laughs> and then every time they look, just stop. Be like, well, there's nobody there. It's just that lamp. <laughs> and then just work your way down. <laughs> That's right. Okay. There's a lamp here. Okay. That was he here. Escaped. Where is he? <laughs> hey, who put this? Why is this lamp waiting for the gate to be opened? Oh, well. Somebody we'll take, take it through. <laughs> somebody take that lamp outside that gate. <laughs> why is it just sticking Why is that lamp Oh, man. So, lesson learned. You, you just got to use sex toys for sex things. Yeah. Don't. I mean, it's very dangerous. Lesson learned. Uh, don't wrap power cord around your penis and nipples and plug it into the wall. Yeah. You know what, though? I, I did hear this. <laughs> I got to write this down. <laughs> just, just, uh, I don't sure want to take forget a note that, of that The kids are crazy day, nowadays. They do this shit called waving. It's where, they, <laughs> it's where you stick a microwave up your asshole and you cook, <laughs> you cook the food in your mouth. <laughs> Hot pocket. <laughs> so that, that brings you to this question. <laughs> If you had to fuck a household item, what would it be? <laughs> or if I had to fuck you? You could fuck oh. it or it could fuck you. Oh, my God. You have a, a mutual a relationship. Question. My mind immediately went to the toaster, but no. There you go. <laughs> my, literally, my question would, my next question was, would you stick your dick in a toaster? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I might go vacuum cleaner. I need a frozen piece of macaroni, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm sushi rice. Are you, are you a... Are you putting your dick in the, the freezer? Maybe a nice with it? brioche that's made with a gallon of olive oil, you know? Listen, we're talking Fresh. about appliances, not food. <laughs> you just jumped into <laughs> some so weird shit. You're talking about something He's weird. Talking, <laughs> we're, tra- we're trying to talk about, we're talking about, about appliances. appliances. You're, you're talking about fucking you're, food. You're wow. getting weird with it. Yeah, what can you say about getting off track on this show? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Lo and behold. Blazed and blessed. Blazed and blessed. All right, our next bike <laughs> is titled... Wiener, wiener, human for diener. This happened May 2018. Headline is, Oklahoma woman is wiener to death. <laughs> is wiener to death? Not a kid. Is wiener a verb? <laughs> it is now. Okay. Dachshunds aren't exactly known for their aggression, but in May 2018, a pack of them attacked and killed a 52-year-old woman. Wow. Yep. Tracy Garcia suffered wow. one of the most unusual deaths in history. Wow. Again, this episode's called What the? What the? And she hadn't even done anything to th- provoke the little dogs, the little shitheads. They just went after her. <laughs> all she was doing, all Tracy Garcia was doing was simply was slapping standing. these dogs in the face. 
<laughs> I'm saying, come and eat me, bitch. I bet y'all can't eat me. I bet y'all fucking can't eat me. I bet all you motherfuckers yeah. get together. Come try it at Tracy Garcia's house, bitch. Uh. <laughs> she was simply standing outside of her home in Ardmore, Oklahoma, when seven small dogs pounced. Seven? Six of the dogs were reportedly Dachshund Terrier mixes, and one was said to be a Border Collie mix, who was obviously the leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see the Border Collie being the leader in that group. All of them, however, were under 40 pounds with legs shorter in length than an adult's hand. So, I don't know how this lady got eaten to death or didn't just kick the fucking shit out she of her. She got ate, eaten by from the ground up. I mean, she must have been pretty slight, maybe. Old? Was she old? She was... She's 52. Mm, so not, not really. Old. I mean, you can definitely kick seven dogs from killing you. You know what I mean? I'm wondering, was she immobilized in right. some way? That's what I was thinking, too, but it doesn't say. But it says, uh, moving on, reading on, rather. The unprovoked attack against Garcia, the mother of two. That sucks. Mm. Rock the small Oklahoma town. This is a bad situation, a very unfortunate situation, says the Carter County Sheriff. Um, the dogs were suspected to belong to Garcia's neighbor and showed signs of neglect. Mm. One of the technicians at the Westwood Veterinary Hospital who euthanized all the dogs, unfortunately, so that the the animals were covered in ticks, and it was obvious they had been living in the woods, clearly super fucking hungry. So, so they were feral right. dachshunds. These were street dogs yeah. from the woods. Street dogs from the woods. I mean, from her neighbor's house. Hard life. These were not your pets. So it was not. It was the neighbor that was not treating these dogs. Yeah. Well, and she paid the price for it. Yeah, and all she was doing was standing outside that's of her house up. saying, "Come and eat me." Oh, yeah. y'all are hungry. And Come she was eat eating me. hot dogs in front of them. Like that's what I, I think mean. of you. I just eat you right up. Eat you right up. That makes a lot more sense though. Yeah. Being a pack of like wild dogs. Yeah. I mean, they're wolves. Yeah, but they're also dachshunds. Well, when you think of a dachshund, I, I hear, but that instinct is still there, like to work as a pack. Not one of them yeah, is going to no. do that, but seven of them. Legit, it would be scary. It, it would be scary, but I, I promise you, they're not going to eat me to death. I it's hard to imagine that. the physics of it because I'm going to stomp them. They're going to get stomped. I'm going to be stomping on like Super Mario because you probably kick a few and they're probably coming back at you a couple times. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm going straight down. You got their head or on their spine. You got a, you got a Kirk Franklin and yep. stomp. Stomp the Holy Ghost in you. Oh, yeah. Stomp. <laughs> yes. Get your lugs out and and just stomp. Can we just talk about Kirk Franklin for one hot second? Please. Yeah. Is Kirk Franklin not the little John of gospel music? Is this the the guy that sang the "Do You Want a Revolution" song? Yes. Um, Kirk Franklin is the little John of gospel yeah. music. I'll okay. Give him that. Thank I'll give you. Him that. Thank you. No, give me that. I'm the one that said it. I'll give, give you that. Me. I'll give you that. Keep it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna love it. it. That's my Christmas yeah. present for you. Any lesson learns here? Yeah. You got you got any lessons about this? About this, uh, what not to do to get eaten by dogs? A pack of Dotsons. Well, well, first of all, it's not the dog's fault for yeah, being no, neglected. Dogs, so, so yeah, it's they were a terrible just, situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got to use your height advantage. Uh, if if you're against a small opponent like that. If you can uh, bring your force down and let gravity work to your advantage, yes, you know, jump. Oh, yes, we well, all know the real answer here is spay or neuter your pets. Yeah, right. Bob Barker taught us all. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they couldn't resist. Them. Well, feed them too. Feed yeah. your pets. And, and be honest with you, they were very hungry. They couldn't resist the Mexican next door. That's what. Oh, 
Ay, Dios mío. Qué revenza. To be clear, uh, they just wanted a little Mexican. She did not choke on the wiener. The wiener choked on her. Um, yeah, but she must have been a small lady, though. That's for, that's for sure. But did you know... <laughs> did you know that cowboys usually get Dotsons because they always need to get along, little doggy? Actually, I did know that. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not a cowboy. So here's the fun part about me writing this. I'll write this like a week or a half ago or something like this, yeah. and I don't re- look at it again. <laughs> so when I look at it again, it's just like, it's, like, it's fun. It's yeah. fun. <laughs> Our next bite is titled The Russian Boston Molassacre. Oh. Yeah. This happened in October of 2017. Mm. Headline is Russian woman gets candied. As we all know, this isn't the first time sweet treats have led to an unusual death on this show. The Boston Molasses Disasters, a.k.a. the Boston Molassica. The Molassica. Which we covered um, under our show title. A little sucrose for comfort. <laughs> yep. And it's episode eight. Just for everybody to go back and listen yep. to that. That's in the archives. Check it out. Yep. That happened in Boston in 1919. Caused 21 deaths. But this case of Natalia Nibitz is stranger still. 36-year-old Natalia of Stari Oskol, a city in Russia, was boiled alive in confectionery factory. Oh. The sugar worker was busy in a candy factory in October 2017, when suddenly her colleagues noticed that she was missing. Oh, no. Where is Natalia? Where's Natalia? <laughs> She's supposed to be making the hot candy. <laughs> it tastes like potato. <laughs> <laughs> they frantically searched for the factory for Nemitz and made a startling discovery. Her legs poking out of a vat of molten caramel. Like the Wicked no. Witch of the East. Oh, yes. my God. But out of caramel. But sticking out of caramel. Sticking out of caramel. Wow. Upon finding her, they knew that there was nothing they could do to save her, and she was surely dead and motherfucking delicious. Mm. <laughs> she was like a candied apple. Mm-hmm. One worker suggested they should pull her out and lick all the caramel off of her to ask her what happened, while another one stated that they didn't like caramel and instead they preferred dip her dipped in chocolate. At Anyways. which point, they retrieved her and then dipped her into the <laughs> molten chocolate that's vat. Right, that's right. Yeah, have you read the story? Yes. Okay. It's I've heard about it. Um, and, but in addition to the boiling hot caramel, there's also blades in the vat. So. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't think that was a good uh, flavor choice, um, the razor blades. Yeah. But, they, you know, different countries, it's weird, like, the things that they like in different countries. We love the blades in our chocolate caramel so much, we bought the factory. Eat Hattori Hanzo caramels. <laughs> I don't know why I turned it into a Japanese thing. That's okay. I like that. But, you know, I like it too. It's, that's the name of the episode, right? Yeah. One of Natalia's co-workers told the Russian newspaper um, that she did not cry and no noise was heard. That's why they were like, where the fuck did she well, go? I mean, if she's in a vat of caramel, no, how's she going to get any sound? Out? Right. You know? Right. It's in, her, it's in her throat. Like, like, she's like gonna be, the Boston Alaska. She's gonna, yeah, she's going to be completely engulfed in that stuff. Mm. You're not going to be able to make a sound in Russia caramel eats you <laughs> yeah, so they don't know how she f- fell in the fucking caramel at all she um, tripped probably possibly fainted was one theory tripping was another mm. theory um, some people thought that she was might have been in there already cleaning it and the caramel started pouring in there I bet it was so, Willy Wonka 
But her legs were up in the air, so I feel like she's fell into it, right? Yeah. Um, her death was actually the third one of that factory in the same year. So that's good not a very grief. good uh, year for that factory. Uh, no. <laughs> what? Don't buy candy from that. Uh, Don't company. work there. Oh my god! Three in a year? That can't be normal. I feel that seems <laughs> a bit excessive. I, I think um, I'm willing to take one death at a candy factory <laughs> yeah. per year. She was the last, right? They shut this place down after that. They did not. Three in a year. They did not. Instead, they they actually. They doubled down on it. And you've heard of Werther's Originals. They started making Werther's Workers. And it's from the workers, <laughs> workers of Werther's <laughs> in with the workers of Werther's, if you know what I'm saying. I don't. It's made from, pe- from it's the made actual from the workers. workers of making the Werther's. <laughs> yeah. And it's called Workers' Werther's. Yeah. Werther's Workers. Werther's Workers of the World Unite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Delicious. It's good stuff. <laughs> it's got kind of a um, kind of a rustic flavor. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it tastes a little, yeah. It tastes a little bit like iron, a little bit rusty, a little bit of caramel, and a Salty. little bit of like Blood. like dirt, you know. <laughs> well, t- to her, I say um, R.I.C. Rest in caramel. And I want to know, <laughs> do we say caramel or caramel? I say caramel. I think. Caramel. I think I've been saying that caramel this whole time. I've been saying caramel the whole time. Caramel. caramel I think. What you say? Is it caramel? Caramel. I, I like that. Caramel. I, I feel got. like caramel sounds too pretentious. Like you're caramel. trying to be fancy. Caramel. <laughs> I get a caramel. Can I get a caramel apple? <laughs> fuck a, you. It's a caramel apple. Can I get bitch. a caramel? <laughs> a caramel. Can I get a caramel? <laughs> <laughs> a caramel. I want something sweet melted on top of my ice cream. Might I suggest a caramel? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's caramelo, Anthony, right? <laughs> It's not chocolate. <laughs> Car- okay. Well, I'm glad we all agree on that. Caramel. 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 Sure. Caramel. It's caramel. No, no. We agree it's caramel. Right. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> I went southern with it. Sorry. <laughs> caramel. Carl. Caramel. Yeah, Carl. I'm saying caramel. 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 Well, that was fun. Our next bio <laughs> is the Close Call. Close call of the week. This happened Christmas Eve, 1971. Julianne Kopecki had two big survival stories to tell by the end of her whole ordeal. On Christmas Eve, 1971, Kopecki flew on Lanza Flight 508. The plane was struck by lightning. The plane began to disintegrate in midair, hmm. and Kopecki found herself strapped to her seat two miles above the Peruvian rainforest. She hit the ground. Um, she was battered. She was bruised. Only her collarbone was broken. She so was she in a plane that crashed from okay. the air. <clears throat> yeah, it got disintegrated in midair. So much so that she flew out of the plane in her seat still and fell two miles. So she to continued the, the flight solo after she did. that. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. That's incredible, right? And only had a broken collarbone. That's it. Uh, broken collarbone. She was the only survivor of the flight. Oh my god! She found herself in the middle of the jungle alone, and candy was her only food. But she did happen to find a stream um, to keep her alive, basically. So That's she got lucky good. in that sense. Yeah. Did she uh, like just ride the stream to to the hospital? You'll find out next. Caramels. Caramels. Did she have a lot of candy that kept her alive. Right. Werther's. I know, right? Werther's. We're just moving on. I mean, we're just, we're connecting them. This is great. Mm -hmm. 
The insects in the jungle stopped short of eating her alive, and maggots had infected the cut on her arm from falling two miles into the fucking rainforest. But after nine days, she was able to find encampment. So she got so lucky where she found gasoline and poured it on the maggot infection. You know, I'm going to bring up something here, and it might sound gross, okay. but hear me out. Let's hear it. Why not eat the maggots? Mm. You, you could need to protein, stay alive. Yeah. and you need those maggots out of your wound. You're killing two birds with one stone. There. Yeah, at some point, at some point, you do want to um, eat them out of there or get them out of there. In some, you got to get form. them out of there. But also, they do eat away. I was going to say they do eat away like uh, dead flesh. That's right, and you need them to do that for a little bit. Yeah, but then, so let them then you need a little them out bit. Of there. But then I don't know if you want to eat them at that point because they got your own dead flesh. That's in them. right. So maybe mm-hmm. you don't want to do it's that. It's a bit of a Hobson's choice, as they say. Ooh, ooh. A few hours later, lumber workers found her. That's how she found the gas. So they were cutting down trees. Um, she got so lucky. And they gave her aid, and she got airlifted to the hospital. Her, her story was... She got so lucky falling out of that plane. And dude, I mean, she only got... No, no, that's right. it, man. Two miles to the fucking ground. My God. And then all she got was a collarbone broken and some maggots. That's why. I'll, ta- I'll take... You know what? Just to not have somebody... Not to be in the middle seat... I'll take collarbone <laughs> broken and some maggots. Yeah, well, yeah, because you get to go to Peru <laughs> for free. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where she was going, but you get to go see the rainforest like, in Peru. If, you for know, free. some people like to go to the city. Some people like to do like outdoor thing. If you're into the outdoor thing, it's crazy. You know, it's not a bad deal. She spent <laughs> Christmas Day in the hospital in Peru. Yeah, that's yeah. She sure did. It's all right. That's a good. That's a good Christmas. Hey, it's one that she will. I'm sure she told people about like for the rest of her life, which may still be going on. Yeah. Well, here's a little... Probably is if she can survive a freaking two-mile drive. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She ain't dying from shit. She, this bitch is going to be the old... She's going to be alive forever. Mm-hmm. She's going to be alive forever. She was actually the, the person who interviewed the guy from 1567 because she was alive back then, too. Yeah. So... Uh, but this is crazy. Kept telling him to cut his beard. He yeah. wouldn't do it. She, he would not do it. This, is, this fucking part's crazy, though. Um, her story was told in the 2000 documentary Wings of Hope directed by Warner Herzog. Everybody knows that guy, right? Mm-hmm. Award-winning... Documentary. I just watched a movie of his, uh, Nosferatu. He did a, a 1979 version of Nosferatu. It was oh, pretty okay. Good. Interesting. Um, the crazy part is that Herzog himself had a fucking seat booked on that very flight right. before he canceled one. Before he canceled at the last minute. Mm. I was gonna say one minute before. One minute before it took <laughs> off. He was like, "No, can you guys believe that? What the? What, what the?" the? Again, on Christmas Eve, though. Did you know that Seth MacFarlane was supposed to be on one of the planes that hit the towers? Yeah, I, did, I knew that, too. Oh, my God. Flight. Crazy. He okay. overslept? That's he, what he happened? He overslept that day, and he missed his flight. That's not was, the kind... He seems like that's the last thing he would ever do is oversleep. That dude works like crazy. Yeah. Apparently, like, yeah. He, he actually it said... It's, he said it's pretty common for him to oversleep on early flights. Wow. Wow. And, um... But he, and like he's real like not nonchalant about it. He's like it's I mean it's not that big like as far as it happening. But yeah, he's got his own jet now, be, by the way. So I'm yeah. sure he doesn't worry about sleeping in. Um, but yeah, he was supposed to be on one of the planes that hit one of the towers. Damn, that's crazy. Mm. And there was a writer, one of the writers, like from like Frazier, was on one of the planes. Mm. Just want to bring y'all back 9/11 a little bit. Thanks, uh, man. 20 year you. anniversary. You know, mm-hmm. always remember. Yep, never forget. Always. I prefer oh, yeah, no, close yeah, calls on Christmas yeah. Eve. That's good news. Yeah. It's nice to get some good news from you here. Um, the, yeah. lesson, the lesson learned in that one is stay in your seat at all times. That really <laughs> helped her out. Mm-hmm. 
that really, really she helped her out. She took that shit seriously. She yeah. had her seatbelt on. She was in her tray was in the upright position. Yeah. Um, she was not. She she was. She says now she pours gasoline on herself every Christmas for <laughs> tradition's sake. So, <laughs> Gray Dragon, what was your what was your favorite uh, episode? We got Gloria the Toxic Lady. We got you tripping, which is the guy who snapped his own neck on his own facial hair. Mm. The guy electrocuted himself um, with his nipples and his penis. His little, his little penis. We got the Dotsons eating the lady. Yeah. And the, the Russian Boston Massacre, the lady who got candied. You you tripping. I got to go with tripping. that one. Yeah. You got to celebrate the beard, man. If there's a statue of a beard out there, that's a good thing to have. Yeah. It's also a good lesson to remember. It is. As you grow your beard. As the winter and- gets longer and longer. And it's been around for 450 years for people to look at. Awesome. Thank you. Well, it's kind of Thank poetic. You, uh, you know, he's growing that thing from the time he was a young man mm-hmm. until it finally it tripped him up and killed him. Like, literally. And he took it out of his pocket one time because there was a fire and he didn't, oh shit, I got to get out. And snap. Yeah. Fuck, dude. What about you? What was your favorite one, Council? Here, My here. favorite one, I'm going to say, was the candied Russian lady. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, hopefully she got to just eat a little bit of it before before it was all too late. You know, <laughs> right. you know, I thought that too. It's like you're falling in there. You're like, I'm fucked, but I can taste it right now, and it's yeah. pretty good. For her, the I did a really good job with for this her batch. the sweet. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the they're source, gonna, man. It's too bad they're gonna have to throw this batch out. She, when, she this, this batch was dope. <laughs> they found her. They found her with her legs in the air and a thumbs up too. Like this is a good batch. <laughs> just cut around me and use the rest <laughs> of the you know, Like somebody bites out of something, you eat the rest. So it's just cut out this part. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah. You know, the sweet release of death for her was actually sweet. Sweet. Yeah. That was, oh but I feel like it, it would have been perfect because I could have used her legs like the stick part to hold her and then eat the candy part. Um, <laughs> Caramel. Oh, there's some definitely some cannibals who would just, I mean, probably would love that. Yeah. Would absolutely love like, that. Mm-hmm. I, it's just in Russia. I'm sure there's too. a ton of cannibals in Russia. <laughs> yeah. The one guy in Finland who listens to us. Yeah. We know what you're doing in Finland, but yeah, there's no way. To, there's this. no way to survive up there if you're not eating other people. That's right. It's too cold. Have we ever you been have to eat people? No, but you have to. We know that. Yeah. That's a fact about Finland. Yeah. Oh, everybody knows that. Yeah. Come back to our new, our new show called Facts About Finland. Facts About <laughs> Finland. Well, well, we'll do a Facts About Finland corner and discuss um, our favorite fact. Do you know that uh, reindeer will try to eat the testicles off of other male reindeer? Like, that's how they fight. You know, you you know different animals fight each other in different ways. They will go right after the balls of other. Is that reindeer. real? Yeah. Or I think, or either that or people do it. Um, somebody bites <laughs> their reindeer balls, do you, which is insane. What the fuck are you, either people do it. What does that mean? Well, I think people might do it. I think bite that reindeer maybe, balls. Yeah, up and look oh, it up. Okay. I shit you not. I mean, look it up. Tis the season. Like, that's, you know, how they, that's how they. You, that's how they. That's how they fix them. You know. Okay. I mean, they're up in like the Arctic Circle. They're not. Go, they're not taking them to the vet. They just bite their nuts off. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's it for our bites. What the? We hope you enjoyed that. We're getting emails and uh, and sticker pictures. We need to keep seeing those. So come on, come on, come on with it. We keep seeing our numbers go up every week. So mille grazie to everyone out there. Gray, you got anything to say? Before? Grazie mille. For macabre reality. Yeah, Perfect. thanks for thanks for letting me be here. I love being on your show. It's awesome. Absolutely. It's fun. We love having you. Oh, we want to have you back for good thanks. forever. My favorite part is how you don't fall asleep. 
<laughs> fall asleep. And you, you always stay awake the whole time. It's going to take me like extra that. time to fall asleep you after did, this. Yeah. You didn't fly to the moon in a hot air balloon either, so thank you for being here. Give it time. Um, we got exciting news. We do have a Patreon now, so yeah. Oh, we got it. It's up word. and running, baby. If you don't know what a Patreon is, it is a way for you to support the show. Um, you could be a mobster. You could be a patron. That's what they call them on Patreon. So that's just what that is. Um, we have four different levels. You can just get on there and see what you feel comfortable with, giving us some a few bucks a month to get some cool stuff, some stickers, and some extra content. Uh, Matt and I do this all by ourselves. We do the research, the writing, production, editing, all that shit. So, and Gray does our logos, so he's in it too. So send us some money so we can also pay Gray. Gray Dragon. Pa- give sure. us some money so we can pay to have Gray change his name legally to Gray Dragon. To Gray Dragon. <laughs> so we can get that paperwork in. Or just uh, it, it just send us a message. We want to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. And, Thank uh, you. We do. We we enjoy them seeing them. So keep sure. them coming in. Yeah. So just uh, share, like. You can find us at Pod One on Instagram and Facebook. We don't fuck with Twitter because it's toxic. Like Gloria Ramirez. <laughs> Twitter is toxic. Yeah. Uh, fuck it Twitter. Can be. Shit about Twitter. It can be. Uh, yeah, but you know, we got an Instagram, we got a Facebook. Just come find us, shoot us a heart or something. Like, yeah, don't it, send us a real really heart though. <laughs> I just want to make sure we're clear. Yeah. On that. Oh yeah, shit. Fuck. I need uh, to clear, clear we are kind of we are kind of macabre around here, but we don't want you to actually send us a heart. Yeah, not a real, not heart. a human heart. We're talking about a double. A See, Matt doesn't heart. even have a pig's heart. Is, <laughs> Stop mailing Matt's not my even heart social around. media, so he doesn't know what I'm talking about. You gotta when Matt when you like a picture, you double click on it and a heart. Shows. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, send us a heart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, send us a heart. Okay, cool. Yeah. But I was saying that we don't really... It's good. We just want you to listen to the show, enjoy the show, become a patron, become a mobster. But don't feel so inhibited to send us an animal heart. <laughs> They're not going to send us a heart. You, okay. don't, you don't have to keep saying that. Well... Hey, please don't send us a heart. Don't do that. You know, that's how, you know, that's how back in the day, that's you actually sent somebody a heart to show that you liked what they were doing in life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Okay. I used to just send a thumbs or, up or a hand with a th- <laughs> right. that was doing a thumbs up. Two thumbs up. It was tougher back in the day. Yeah, yeah. it's brutal. People had to die for for other people to know that you liked what they were putting out there. Yeah. If you the bigger the heart, the more they liked you. Yeah. Right. Or you had to cut off somebody's smiling face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Email us hard because they usually quit smiling when you're cutting their face off. We're not going to give you, you know what? We're going to send you an email address and we're not going to send you a physical address. You're not going to send us hearts, anyways. Don't worry about it. Email us at macapod1 at gmail.com as usual. We don't have a P.O. box yet, do we? No. (laughs) Keep it done. Uh, For the council and for Grey Dragon, I am Josh. Stay blazing blessed, please. Also, stay safe out there and be careful not to find yourself in your own macabre reality. Arrivederci. Bye. We love you. <laughs>